Cinematic pop culture is full of all sorts of questions and mysteries. Like, for instance, in Pulp Fiction, you have the mysterious briefcase with the combination 666 that Marcellus Wallace sends his two guys out, you know, Vince Vega and, uh, oh God, what is, uh, Julius, Jules, uh, to go and retrieve for him. Some say it's his soul. Some, you know, it's, it's left ambiguous. It's supposed to be nothing and everything. It's whatever you imagine it. Another one is uh, Rosebud. What is Rosebud in uh, Citizen Kane? You know, these are like uh, mysterious questions. Some of them have answers. Others do not. Um, and some are left open to interpretation. One of them, however, is... At the beginning, there's a of the beginning before the title crawl in Star Wars. There are the famous iconic blue letters. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, and it leaves some people, maybe not everybody, but some people wondering who who is saying this. Is somebody saying this? Is this like the beginning of a story? Is this a narrator who is responsible for speaking these words or writing? these words. And for a long time, I had always thought maybe it was the droids, you know, C-3PO and R2-D2, who span, you know, they span the whole trilogy, the original trilogy, and they also obviously span the uh, prequels. And now, I mean, to a much lesser extent, they span all nine films. You see them in all nine films. However, they are not the through line that they are in the way that they are in the original trilogy or even in the prequel trilogy uh, when it comes to the sequel trilogy. However, uh, I had an epiphany one day when watching Return Return of the Jedi and suddenly it dawned on me who is speaking these words a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And it's like, it's quite clear. And you know, some people, I've, I've posted this online and some people are like, well, how do they even know what a galaxy is? Other people are like, you know, oh, they didn't, you know, that wasn't, they, they didn't exist when, when that line was initially spoken. You know, initially Darth Vader wasn't Luke Skywalker's son. That stuff came later. So perhaps this came later as well. And it's this idea that when C-3PO, who is worshipped as a golden god by the Ewoks, um, he is the one, so it is C-3PO who is sort of like the progenitor, progenitor, whatever that word is, of the story, but it is the Ewoks themselves, maybe Wicket, maybe Wicket's grandchildren, maybe generations from now, it is the Ewoks telling a campfire tale about the legendary battle of Endor and everything that happened leading up to it, saying, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Because when C-3PO as a golden god is telling, he's telling the stories to the Ewoks of what happened in A New Hope as well as Empire Strikes Back. And he's doing it with the special vo vocal effects, yada, 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 X, Y, Z, one, two, three. So this is how legends are born. This is how mythologies are born. And so the, the oral tradition of, of passing a story down is as old as time in, in human history. And, you know, it's, you know, very possible that it could extend to any life form's history, let alone Ewoks, a fi you know, fictional beings and whatnot. Um, but just this idea that, like, you know, in the same way that the Torah is like this oral tradition, the Torah is a story 
that, you know, as far as we know is, you know, 5,000 years old per written text, but, you know, or no, when did there was the Torah written? I think it might've been written, maybe it was, maybe it's 3,000 years old. I don't know. Um, but it is an old oral tradition that is many, many thousands of years old, spoken in the same language, unbroken chain, passed down from generation to generation to generation. And so I like to think that the that when a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away is being spoken, it is being spoken by some distant Ewok you know, of their tribe many hundreds of years after the events of Star Wars uh, talking about what had happened. And some argue, again, I posted this online and uh, one response I got was, well, they're talking, you know, they're sitting in a galaxy far, far away and the Ewoks are in the same galaxy. But to Ewoks, they're like little forest dwellers, they're primitive forest dwellers, you know, uh, with with a sort of like stone age civilization culture. You know, the idea of the word galaxy, what does the word galaxy mean uh, uh, compared to star system? They say a star system far, far away. No, they're just, to them, it's all one big galaxy. They don't even have spaceships to travel. There's no Ewok spaceships uh, carved out of stone that allow them to travel at warp speed to get to Coruscant or or Tatooine or, or Dagobah or whatever, what have you, Bespa. So to them, all of it, all of it is a galaxy far, far away. So I, I like that, man. I think it really works. Is that, is that, you know, is that canon? I, I don't know. It's canon to me. And, you know, that's my favorite part about just being like a, a real lover of movies is like inventing and sort of putting two and two together to sort of like stitch together things that are left, uh, open-ended or ambiguous or, you know, where where no loop was closed. And in this case, you know, maybe the details of who is saying it are unimportant, but you can find them within the original trilogy. And, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's it's getting wider. The net grows wider as they add on to the Star Wars mythology as they build out the prequels and the sequels and now they're doing another sequel trilogy they're doing a sequel trilogy to the sequel trilogy with Rey it gets bigger and bigger and bigger but when you go back to those first three movies those original movies for which a long time ago a galaxy far far away and even when you just go to that first movie I mean, it's nothing more than, you know, the opening of a fairy tale book, right? Because the first, you know, the, the original trilogy is not meant to be taken like such a literal history. There's almost like a, there's a, uh, a, a mythological aspect of everything that's happened. It's that, it's that timeless tale that's been adapted for a used future, right? The, the in space, in, in a space opera, right? Like the same variables in Star Wars are the same, you know, uh, tenants of Star Wars could be plugged in to a medieval story or, you know, a story taking place during the Renaissance. It's a, you know, it's the hero's journey, right? The hero's journey, um, the, the warrior of a thousand faces or whatever, the, 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 the hero's journey is supposed to be this, the monomyth, right? It's the monomyth. It, It can happen anywhere. You can plug it into anywhere. And so, it has that kind of, Star Wars has that kind of feel. And then when you expand it out past that first movie into, you know, Empire and Return of the Jedi, you're kind of getting this, like, it kind of works, man. It works. Like, by the third movie, they figure out, like, oh, there's these Ewoks, whatever. And maybe 
like we're closing it out. Maybe um, we're wrapping up or we're, we're finding out that the, the people who are speaking this narrative or telling this Star Wars story are actually this sort of this primitive species known as Ewoks on the forest moon of Endor. What do you think? Do you think that's possible? Do you think it's the droids? Is it someone else? Should it be taken super literally that a galaxy far, far away literally means a galaxy far, far away? Or could galaxy be more malleable in definition and therefore really just mean, you know, on another planet, just, you know, far off somewhere in space within the same galaxy? I don't know. I want to hear what you have to think.